That's so sick. It's gotta, it's gotta have a little glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And we're coming at you after, this is quite the hiatus a little bit, dude. A little, a little bit, yeah. A little two-week uh, jump. You were away for quite some time, right? Doing yeah, some I was, stuff. Yeah, I was down in West Virginia doing a little uh, video shoot. Um, so I was down there all last week, and then you just had a little for fun retreat. I know. It was actually, it was quite nice. It was quite nice uh, going quite. up, going up the road. And uh, visited and stopped in Philly for one night, which I didn't realize Philly's basically just like a, it, it reminded me of like a mini New York City a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was yeah. getting that vibe. And uh, we were only there for one night stay with Sam Parat, classic vintage member of sophomore. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Sophomore first generation, or no, second generation. Yes. He was the gold and silver of sophomore. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was cool, man. I hadn't seen him in like forever, dude. And you would think that like staying at your ex-girlfriend's brother's house with your new girlfriend is <laughs> something. It's not that and big. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. No, it was totally cool. It was really nice. Um, nah, you guys are super close. Yeah, I got a cheesesteak. I, I, I get really. Wit or wit out. <laughs> wit or wit out. I always get like super touristy. Why do I feel like I'm so loud? Do I feel super loud to you right now? I don't think you're loud, but the headphones are definitely a little loud. Uh, hold up. One I think, second. what if we just do this? Yep. Oh. That's better. Right about there. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, it was just the loudness in the headphones. This is what happens when random people infiltrate your <laughs> studio and sip lean at the desk. Yeah, that was crazy. We came in. Uh, I saw a bottle on the ground. I didn't want to touch it because I was like, hmm, I hope that's not piss. And if it is... Boy, they got to see a doctor. Yeah, that's some serious kidney that's problems some, there. Yeah. If anybody's aware of anybody who was coming here, like, it wasn't, it was, uh, I'm going to guess, nobody that I associate with would, would sip on lean. It, it, it's kind well, of, un- and we assumed that's what it was just because it smelled like the weird, like, cherry cough syrup smell, but it mm-hmm. could have been a crystal light. Yeah. It could have been something else. It's, we, we're not sure. It's weird when you're in a band and, and it's, uh, you know, like a cool band there's like an honest question like was my drummer sipping on lean because that's like a classic drummer <laughs> thing to sip on it's unfortunate that it's much more likely that john was sipping on crystal light yeah and not even sipping on it just I made mean, it, it i feel like it could have been left over from one like a podcast guest too or yeah who knows really yeah i kind of blacked out before i went not like actually blacked out but like mm-hmm. when i come back after a vacation i like i like forget everything how it's supposed to be yeah uh, the, the, I'm telling you, the two day, the three day trips are perfect. Like, we stayed one night in Philly, and that was cool. I had been to Philly before, um, but like, you know, you just do like the. T- I'm a, I'm a big, you know, I try not to be touristy, but obviously, I'm getting a cheesesteak when yeah. I'm up there, dude. You know, because it's like you're gonna do one if you're there for one night and one night only. Mm-hmm. What else you're gonna do? Yeah, 
not Come get on. a cheesesteak. Not get a cheesesteak. That's what they're fucking known for, dude. Mm-hmm. And when you go with your girlfriend, you you know, you and your girlfriend and you have different ideas of what you're supposed to do in a city. My idea of what you're supposed to do in a city is find Try out their <laughs> fast food. <laughs> <laughs> find the local McDonald's. No. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, that's what I did in Germany. I was like, oh, there's a McDonald's in the city. I gotta try it. But when you go to Germany, like when you go to another country. Yeah, I, I got the wings. Yeah. Trying the McDonald's is actually still kind of doing something. Because <laughs> yeah, it's true. like like, you know, if you go to fucking <laughs> Pittsburgh and you try the McDonald's, <laughs> you're not exactly expanding your horizons. But going to Germany, the Hamburg, you go to Hamburg, Germany, you're not getting Hamburg. Yeah, you're not going to McDonald's? Come the on. Found- that's where they're from, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, but so I got the cheesesteak. I somehow, you know, like I overly balled out on the cheesesteak. My cheesesteak wound up being $24. What the fuck? They charge you like per shred of lettuce. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Um, but it was really good. You know, wit owe it out. Wit <laughs> is twenty four dollars. Without is eight ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Wit. <laughs> what did you put on this? Um, but uh, I didn't really do too much in Philly, honestly. Like I went to like a, a this weird dive bar that Liv hated. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we did. We did like we like alternated in like girlfriend boyfriend stuff. So it was like obviously I feel like girls naturally are better at planning out stuff to do on a trip. Yeah. So like very obvious. I feel like for the most part, girls are definitely the playmakers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's not a bad thing because it's like you're going on a trip. You might as well try to see, you know, what there's to offer. Try to build a schedule to get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Guys, we're kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. I feel like I'm like the tech guy. And I feel bad because like I do want to contribute more to the shit like that. But like. I'm also okay just doing shit. Yeah, I don't really care that much about what we do. Like, when we were driving back, she was like, oh, no, we forgot to see the Boston Bean. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Not the Boston Bean. Not the Bean. I thought that was a Chicago thing. Yeah. I, thought... I think that she was thinking of the Boston Baked Beans. Mm. I think. Were you going to go to Bush's factory? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Say what up to that dog that can talk? <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, I just, like, I, I legitimately, like, I like going into, because, like, so, like, the first thing we and did... Don't get me wrong. I do like to... If I know something is in a city, like, I think the first time I went to Nashville, I was like, they have just a replica of the Parthenon they built in the middle of one of their parks for, like, the celebration of 100 years that the city was there. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, you want to <laughs> see it. sick. Also, <laughs> kind of weird that that's, like, their, like... They named their football team the Titans because mm-hmm. they have the Parthenon. It's like kind of weird that like their claim to fame is a replica of another city's claim to fame. Yeah. You know, kind of like how Boston Bean is a replica of Chicago's <laughs> Chicago Bean. Bean. <laughs> is there, I, I mean, I don't know much about Boston, I guess. The last time I was there was like after eighth grade. Mm-hmm. My family went on like a weird cruise. That went to Boston and then Portland, Maine, and then some place in Canada. That is a cold cruise. I mean, it was in the summer, so it was kind of nice because it oh, wasn't okay. as hot up there, even though it was. Like, That's... Boston was hot as fuck. Um, but we walked the the Paul Revere Trail, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that up there? I think so. Yeah. All, like, the old founding father stuff is up there. Like, mm-hmm. there's a town, like, a little neighborhood called Revere. Revere. Like, basically what I look for when I go places is, like, if I don't hear the accent, I assume I'm in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. So, like, the night before we left, we went to Christmas Village in 
Baltimore in the harbor, which I had never done. Because, like, when I think of, like, going to see Christmas shit in Baltimore, I think 34th Street. Yeah. So, like, I was, like, she was, like, we, I want to see the lights. And I was, like, all right, 34th Street we go. And then she was, like, where are we going? And I was, like, fucking Hamden, baby. And she was, like, oh, I thought we were going to Christmas Village. I was, like, where, what is that? I never even heard of that. Yeah, it's down in the harbor, right? Yeah, so we went to that instead. Well, we actually went to both. I went on that. Uh on mushrooms by accident one time <laughs> that was not was that not enjoyable it was a little weird because hmm. everyone just kept trying to sell us stuff and i was like brother i see right through you right now <laughs> i see what you're trying to do you're trying to get me to buy this <laughs> i see your wires <laughs> <laughs> uh but the christmas village thing is like it's a thing in every city i think because i think so yeah we went to the one it's in like philly a the little, next like, night german kind of like village and they sell like you know mm -hmm. the spice and nuts the candied nuts and shit and yeah no it's, it's it's definitely a cool thing to check out yeah it was cool i got a little spiked hot chocolate was walking around got i gotta say rink going on not to be a homer but i do actually think the baltimore christmas village was better than the philly christmas mm. village um and i will prove that i'm not a homer later in this conversation but as it stands like right Homer Simpson? Yeah, not to be like a hometown guy, like everything in Baltimore is better than mm. every other thing. But the Christmas Village in Baltimore was definitely better. And the, the 34th Street lights never ceases to amaze me in terms of how many people are fucking there, dude. Yeah. It's like a Tuesday night and it's like packed. Yeah, I drove by it by accident the other night and I was like cursing myself out. <laughs> like, why the fuck did I try to drive this way? <laughs> What are People even, just hang out in the street. Well, like, what are even the rules with that? Because, like, they have to do it, right? If you buy a house in that neighborhood, yeah. like, you're required you to do it. sign up to doing it. Um, and they fought for recently to have the city, I mean, not too recently. It was, like, in the last couple of years. But prior to this, like, mandate or whatever, the city wasn't helping them with power. Oh. So, like, they get a stipend to be, like, okay, you're leaving your lights on all fucking night every night for this entire month essentially like yeah. we'll we'll help you out with the power bill that's interesting that you say it because i'd actually assume that that was already the case like forever because i was saying to live like i knew <laughs> like i was like oh yeah like they totally get like a stipend from the government like you think they're really baltimore's really making them like power their lights all month with no help and it turns out oh yeah that was the case yeah, that until was the like case. last year yeah until it like you know it became such a thing that so many people came out and like expected it that like mm -hmm. they kind of had a more of a argument to be like hey help us out it's intense dude like yeah. i feel like if i you really gotta love christmas if you live yeah. on the street but it is also fucked up because like though they're like elizabeth was saying this the other night where it's like you'll see like crazy ass christmas displays but then next to it, it'll be like our three kids are dead. <laughs> this is a memorial with lights to them. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? This is not Christmas. Is the city paying you for that? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, so we did both. We did both at that. And then we went to Philadelphia, or as I like to call it, Chiladelphia. I was fucking cold as shit the whole time. Mostly because what Liv likes to do involves being outside a lot. And what I like to do is not adequately prepare for any trip I take. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll bring my fucking coat. Where am I going? Antarctica? Yeah. I'm just going a fucking an hour north and then eight hours north. How cold could it be? I was freezing. And then we so we're in Christmas I bet in Village. Boston, you're freezing. Dude, it was honestly colder in Philly. 
I don't know really? what the deal was, hmm. but like I think it was because like we, the first thing we did was kind of go like their like market, which was like really nice. They had like this market. I forgot what it was called. Um, and like you know those like markets like they're heated, but they're not as heated as like a real like single enclosed space. People yeah. are constantly opening the door and shit. So you're like you're kind of cold. It's like one of those things where you're like you're warm if you keep your coat on the whole time, mm-hmm. but but it's can't... like sitting near the door to a restaurant when it's cold out. Exactly, like you get that draft all the time and. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, it was rough. And then we were walking around the Did Christmas Did you think village. about buying other warm clothes up there? I did, but I never got around to it. Mm. I mostly just, I complained to keep warm. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking whimpered. <laughs> whimpered for warmth. Never once crossed my mind to do anything about it. <laughs> fucking big-ass baby in Philadelphia. Man, it'd be so nice if I had gloves right now. <laughs> if only. at a Christmas market where they're selling gloves. <laughs> gloves and mittens. That's another thing I realized is mittens are exclusively a, a, a girl thing. I was mm. looking at, Liv was wearing mittens, and I was like, guys can't wear mittens. That's a little, it's a little whack to be wearing. Yeah, I feel like once you get into like middle school you gotta get out you phase out of mittens you gotta have fingered gloves you gotta be able to grab shit yeah exactly um so we did that and then we went to some like uh like another amazing thing a fucking outdoor like not outdoor bar but it was like a bar like a brewery beer hall that Mm. was like just covered by a tent so that was still cold Mm. and i was like oh i know what i'll do i'll get a warm apple cider and they took the word warm very literally where they're like it's not hot (laughs) it's just warmer than it is temperature wise here (laughs) it's like dude i leave beers on the on the studio floor like and this is like that temperature like whatever temperature my beer is during the summer at the studio this is the temperature of that cider so then i was like all right let's go to this like place called like oscars and uh and that was like the first like my pick of the night Mm. and of course it's like the divest fucking philly cash only establishment (laughs) i'm sitting there and like there's a guy next to us with like a fucking like buoy knife just on the on the fucking bar next to me they're all just talking about how did you find out about that place i just googled like bar near me (laughs) and google was like you're a piece of shit why don't you go to this one you know it's ai baby they know (laughs) beers are the cheap cheapest bud lights near me (laughs) and i just walk there and Liv's just sitting there it's like fucking like jesus christ and like you know classic i'm sitting the thing and the guy next to me every time he gets up he like makes a point of it to like bump into me i'm like is this guy how Philly is this guy trying to be right now? Yeah, what the fuck? It's like, he was just Did like... you have that same shirt on? No, I was wearing... Shirt? I think the problem was I was wearing my... Because I got this look in multiple cities. Mm. I was wearing my peacoat, and my hair is a little less than... It's the mittens of a haircut. Like, mm. I look like... I look a little soft with this haircut, I think. And uh, people in other cities took notice. They were like, this guy should be bumped into... <laughs> I was like, God damn it, dude. So we're sitting in there and we have our beer and Liv's just like, this place is gross. And I'm like, what's wrong with this? Just, and then she like points out to the ceiling. Like the ceiling's like caving in with like mold. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this place is kind of gross. But then we went to this other place called McGillan's, which is like open since like 1860 Irish bar. And that was really cool. And then, of course, we met up with Sam, caught up on all of life. I realized, like, think about the next day. I was like, I haven't seen him in, like, five fucking years. Yeah, you know? that happens. It's weird when you, like, see somebody for the first time in five years, you know? Yeah. It's like, 
I mean, it's cool because you kind of immediately fall back into like it takes a second to like remember even like what that person is like in person, you know, Mm -hmm. because I've exclusively just kind of like quick text message back and forth like once a year for the past five years. And then to see them in person again, it's like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, I don't have any idea about like anything you do in life anymore, you know, but then immediately you just kind of fall back into it. And uh, so we stayed the night at his place, had some old fashions, fell asleep on the couch, got up, drove to fucking Boston the next day. Still six-hour drive. Oof. Still six-hour drive. So was it six-hour? Well, sorry, how five long hours. Was it back today? Um, we stopped in Jersey at Liv's parents' place on the way back, which I think was probably like a 30-minute detour. Okay. Um, but overall, I think it was like a six, six and a half... Under six and a half hour drive all the way. Honestly, shorter than I would expect. Yeah, it's from Baltimore to Boston, it's six hours mm. if you don't bump in any like crazy traffic, which we didn't. Uh, Philly to Boston is five hours. So it just like cuts like a quick hour. Dude, that was the first time I've been to Boston. And like, I am thoroughly fucking impressed by that city, dude. Like, <laughs> literally, it is the cleanest, like, just tight. Everything was tidy. It was like, I was just like driving around. I was like, this like looks surreal. I've always said the biggest flex somebody can do in their own personal apartment is have all their clocks set. Mm. And as a city, you're like... Having a clock even. Having a clock. (laughs) is the biggest flex. But like when you're a city and you have like one of those old 1700s clocks and it's actually working, you can Mm. see the minute hand moving. You're like, dude... No clock in Baltimore is working, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we just look at the Broma Seltzer Tower and we're like, see that? That used to be a thing. That used to work. But apparently we poisoned the world with fake medicine. According <laughs> yeah. to that guy. We poisoned the world for a century. And they were like, yeah, wait, Jesus. this shit isn't good for you at all. <laughs> we're really drinking motor oil. And then uh, we stopped setting that. The clock just ran out of batteries in like 1930. And we we're like, ah, we're good. We know what time it is. <laughs> we don't need to fucking set oh, it. Oh, we know what time it is. Oh, we know what time it is, dude. But like, it's weird. Like, Boston's worst neighborhood. Like, you know how you always hear like Boston, like Southie. I'm from, I'm from Southie. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's fucking Dundalk. <laughs> it's Dundalk. <laughs> I mean, some fucked up shit goes on in Dundalk. I mean, yeah, but, like, different levels of fucked up, dude. Like, Boston's Bad Neighborhood's like a fucking guy on the corner, like, flipping a quarter. <laughs> like, look at the sketchy. You're like, oh, this guy looks like he's about to ask me if I want my shoes shine and then, like, steal them. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to sell me a newspaper. <laughs> oh, no. No, dude, it was a really good time. I got to say, dude, I was shocked at how little sports paraphernalia i saw i thought like going to boston like that's like a big sports city like mm-hmm. i thought i was gonna see fucking red Sox shit everywhere patriots celtics. Shit everywhere. celtics they apparently based off of what i saw are big fans of their hockey team the boston bruins i saw a lot of Bruins stuff but even that not too much i saw yeah, like but i mean the colder it gets like the more north you get the more they're into hockey yeah i mean even philly's pretty into hockey mm-hmm yeah, Philly, Philly, I saw them. They 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 had like the classic stuff you'd expect, like the Philly shit, the mm-hmm. Eagles shit. Like they kind of like lived up to their like level of liking their sports teams. It doesn't hurt that like their baseball team just went to the World Series this year and their football team is about to go to the Super Bowl. So like obviously they're like super jacked up about yeah. sports. But like 
Boston was just like, I was like, you guys, don't you guys like the Red Sox? I thought you guys were like really into the Red Sox. You know, like all I ever hear is you guys fucking, the only time they, every time I would go to a baseball game in Baltimore, when we was if we played the Red Sox, the stands were full of Boston fans. Because apparently it's like Fenway Park's like super small. And so. I mean, they might have had the shit on, but it was just. It was probably just cold. They had their jackets covering all their sports shit. They don't have fucking coats, Red Sox. No, they don't have fucking varsity jackets from the team. <laughs> it was just, it was an eye-opening experience, dude. I was like, this is a city that I could like really see myself liking, you know? Mm. But then you can't, you can't, you can't be um, like uh, hoodwinked by it because like, Obviously, when you're like staying in a city, like I did a lot of research. Like I said, like when you're only doing like cool shit. Yeah, while not, you're there. Yeah, I'm not going to like fucking Safeway. Yeah, just experiencing the date grocery shopping in mm-hmm. Boston. Like, oh god, this <laughs> or like driving in rush hour or like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. you definitely get the grass is greener whenever yeah. you visit a place. And you're also like, and like, also you just don't know. So like. You could have been walking around a fucking really sketchy ass neighborhood, but you're new to it. But and I and I get it. Like, the thing is, it's like, especially spending a lot of time around here, I kind of can tell. You can just kind of tell when a neighborhood's seedy. Yeah, you got a spidey sense for it. And it's like you can just like you make a turn down a road, and instantly your body goes. This is probably not the best road to be on. <laughs> I never got that sense once in Boston. I got it like once or twice in Philly where I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. This is like your not great area. In Boston, it was like more working clocks, huh? Like, <laughs> wow, everything's fucking amazing here. Really? Um, the the roads are really fucking annoying. That is one thing I had heard about Boston. Yeah, they got like, tiny ass roads, right? They none of them make sense. When you're driving in Boston, whatever makes sense, do the opposite, and you're perfect. Mm. Like literally, a road will just be like, and then just like, and then you'll like be at a red light. It's like, oh, it's one way, the other way now, and then you got to like make like a a hundred and seventy nine degree turn to go straight. The GPS will be like, go straight on this road and the straight is like, yeah. <laughs> like what because that's what the horses used to do exactly <laughs> <laughs> you guys really held true to this shit but um they're they are uh not patient that's the one thing i will say dude i've never been beeped out in new york you hear a lot of ambient beeping mm-hmm. like it, it stresses me out just like when i'm driving there's a lot of beeping but not at me there's just a lot of people beeping at one another. In Boston, it was a lot of people beeping at me, specifically <laughs> at me. Just everyone was pissed off at me. They just saw your plates. They're like, "You're not from around here." That could have, that could have been it. Um, it reminded me of like when Joe Rogan was talking about, because uh, you know he and Bill Burr are all from like Cambridge, which is basically like the Towson of Boston, whatever. Like they're all from like that area, and he was like, "Yeah, man, it's yeah, man, it's gotta be like something like." Uh, when you are in like a cold climate, you're just impatient, you know, like a shorter fuse. Like when you're in Miami, LA, it's like, it's nice out. The weather's nice. You're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, the light's green, but like, you know, I got a sweet like acting gig. I actually know the director is like, they're too self-absorbed with themselves to even give a shit that the light is green. Mm -hmm. In Boston, they're just like, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? Beep, beep, beep. I'm like, dude, I don't even know which way to go. Mm. There's 
There's an eight-way intersection. <laughs> I'm on a bicycle spoke right now. Three roads are here. One of them's one way this way. One of them's a no-way road. Just a no-way road. <laughs> Just do not enter. Do not exit. Just no, it says no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I got a parking ticket. That was mm. cool. Whatever, dude. I saved so much money by not... Should have thrown it into the the harbor like our founding fathers. Exactly, protest. <laughs> no taxation without representation, bitch. I don't live here. I don't live here. What are you gonna do? Suspend my license from driving in Boston? We'll talk in ten years, Good dog. Luck, <laughs> dude. The parking was unreal. Easy. Oh, I mean, like oh, downtown easy? Boston, and I'm just like, oh, we got. Oh, we're gonna go to this bar. Wherever am I gonna park? And you like turn one corner, it's like, oh, 16 spots. Damn. Like, what the okay. fuck? I wasn't expecting it to take that turn. I was not expecting it either. Somehow, parking is just... It's like a gigantic... Like, I, I want to say it's like a gigantic small city, um, which, it, you know, obviously it looks like a big city, but it's like, I think the size of it is perfect for the amount of people that live there. Like, New York is overcrowded. Mm. You know, you go to New York and it's like, it looks like a huge city, but yet there's still so many fucking people there that it still feels cramped up. Boston looks like a big city, but like there's an appropriate amount of people there. Mm. So like you live in this like big downtown area with like skyscrapers and shit, but there's parking. It's like really fucking nice. And um, so the one thing I wanted to do, I was like, all right, like, again, if I don't hear the accent, I feel like I'm in the wrong place. You know, like obviously, like I said, with vacations, like I feel like my girlfriend is like the creative director and I'm like the tech guy. Mm. Like, she finds out the stuff we got to do. And then I'm the guy who gets us there. Like, I'm the guy driving the fucking car to where we're going. You know? So I was like, the one thing I want to do is I want to watch a World Cup game in like a, like a Boston like bar that I actually feel like is a bar that Bostonians would go to. So I found this place called like Biddy Earlier's or whatever. I walked in. It smelled horrible <laughs> terrible it's you know good bro. <laughs> i was like uh, smelling the years of history of people puking and pissing all over the oh place oh my god it smelled so fucking bad i was like this is crazy and everyone walked in they were like i even heard one guy walk in after me was like good to be back <laughs> <laughs> you guys like this shit but i was sitting there that was when i like really heard like the fucking like you know because you know we've talked about it before but it's like you watch Boston is one of those cities where they make a lot of like movies based there or like, you know, if you're Ben Affleck or Matt Damon, like all your characters are a Boston Boston. guy. Yeah. And it's like you constantly hear that accent. And so you naturally assume it's just like way more prevalent and way more pronounced than it actually is. Um, And again, my theory with accents is accents, regional accents are a class thing. The more blue collar working class you are, the more you have the accent of where you're from. Mm -hmm. Like when you go into Harbor East, you don't hear the Baltimore accent. You just don't. You don't go to like the bygone in the harbor and hear people like, yeah, hon. You don't hear that. You hear it across the harbor in Locust Point. Oh, my God. Fucking a bar down there. Oh yeah. yeah. You're oh getting yeah. It. Where you really hear it is like that uh Chris Hudson used to do that joke where he was like, honestly, the Baltimore accent is like, yeah, it's Hamden and like yeah, Locust Point, but it's also like a lot of like the county. It's like mm-hmm. Dundalk, totally Bel Air 
oh my God, dude, they have that fucking accent. Like my mechanic is like on the PA line in Northern Baltimore County. He has like the thickest, like I took Liv to get her like car checked there. And she was like, he has like the thickest accent. I was like, yeah, I know, dude, it's crazy. You just don't hear it. So like that's, that's kind of why I figured it's like, if you're not hearing the accent, you're kind of in like a touristy area. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> so when I finally found it, it was just interesting to hear people like bitch and complain at the bar about stupid shit in like their accent. Like yeah. I can't, I can't really do a Boston accent. I only know I, I can say my sister goes to Harvard. I can do that. My sister goes to Harvard. Harvard yad. Harvard yad. Like that's all you I kinda can. Kind of got to like talk with like a stuffed nose. Yeah. You got to be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Boston. From Boston. I'm from Boston. <laughs> it is weird when you like. Clam chowder. Oh, dude. Clam chowder. I'm going to throw a couple of recommendations out for people. Uh, first night, we super lucked out in, in Back Bay. There's this place called Salty Girl. I hate when restaurants that are really good have really cringe names that I have to yeah. say out loud. Like, I have to come back and be like, dude, you got to go to Salty Girl. <laughs> go to Salty Girl. I wish it was called, like, Salty Grill. Yeah. In fact, I might just start saying that and acting like I fucked up just so I don't oh. have to say Yeah, I thought it said Salty Grill. I'm like, tell people, like, dude, go to Salty Grill. And they're like, they'll call me when they're in Boston. Like, yo, did you mean Salty Girl? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, just go there. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> probably. I could have sworn it was, I wouldn't have gone if it was, I didn't even know. <laughs> I don't bother <laughs> reading signs. I'm too cool, dude. <laughs> you know, so that was a great find there. Got chowder there. Great, dude. You know, and I, of course, had to fucking Baltimore it up a little bit. I had to fucking take some hot sauce, mm. a little drip in the Bring chowder. A little old bay. A little drip in the chowder. It's fucking amazing. And then I got a lobster roll the next day. And then I realized I'm kind of a pussy. Because when I walked into the lobster shop, they got all the lobsters sitting right there. Mm. You order a fucking lobster roll, and they walk over the fucking thing. And, and grab, grab the boy. No. <laughs> and I'm just like, man. Damn. I named that one. <laughs> I know, dude. I was like, damn, I'm a bitch, dude. I can't even handle a lobster. And Liv was like, oh, this is sad. And I was like, so then I had to like read three articles on lobsters to convince myself that they're stupid <laughs> and deserve it. They deserve Listen, this. He lit. lived a long life in that tank. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird. Was, like when we walked up, like the owner of the place, the place we went to for lobsters was called like James Hook or something. Really, really fucking good right in downtown. Boston. And when we walk out, the owner's just like yelling at a guy with a leaf blower. The guy's like blowing leaves in the lot. And he's like, Hey, don't do that. I don't do that to you. Blow him over there. Blah, blah, blah. And the fucking guy is just over there, like, pacing, like, about to beat his ass. I'm like, Jesus. all right, Jesus. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It was a, it was a true uh, New England experience. So I feel like we did everything right when we went there. It's always nice when you leave a city and you're like, I did all the things I was supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know? How was uh, WV? Any, WV? Any West Virginian encounters? Hmm. encounters with the third kind not really i was like legit just working like every day i think we had like 12 plus hour days um the most i got out of the airbnb was to go to walmart <laughs> which is always interesting to see like walmarts in different places mm. the scariest walmart not scary and like oh, i'm afraid to be here but like the people that were in the walmart concerning yeah dude it's like not even the West Virginia one. It was actually like middle of Georgia. Whoa. That was like the most like wow. 
people like people live like this. <laughs> Wait, so you went? So how many places did you go? No, we were only in West Virginia. I, that okay. was just an aside. Like okay, the West Virginia Walmart, not too scary, but someone did just walk up to me and Joey and like, where can I find something? We're like, bro, we don't work here. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're the only two people I saw that look like you might be employed yeah. by anyone. You look like the only people who have it together here. So I assume you work here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, are you on your break? <laughs> yeah, dude. That is one place. What town in uh, Georgia was that? Uh, it was actually in Harper's Ferry. So it wasn't, okay. or no, 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 no. This was West Virginia that I'm talking about. The West town Virginia. in Georgia that had this like the scary fucking like daywalkers in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> daywalkers. Where the fuck was that? It was like two hours out of Atlanta, mm. but I forget where. But it was like legit, like because like now when I think of Georgia, I think of like the big city, and I think of like Atlanta and shit. And Atlanta's super cool, mm-hmm. but like. Before I had ever been to Atlanta, I just assumed Georgia was that Walmart that I went to. <laughs> it was like, oh fuck, they're next to Florida and Florida. I know Florida's bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would imagine Georgia. Like, I would assume Florida would be a better place to live than Georgia. Only well, the be- thing is, though, Florida is like there. There's definitely nice spots in Florida, but like they are few and far between. Mm-hmm. Like, Florida, for the most part, is just murky-ass swampland with, like, you know, like, you've been to New Orleans. You've seen how bad, like, the how that humid weather and, like, dampness and the swampiness of that area, like, eats at the buildings, and they just fall apart. Mm -hmm. That is, like, 70% of Florida. Yeah. It's just, like, buildings that, like, are falling apart, so people are just, like, buying a trailer and putting next to it. Ugh. It's it's weird. It's fucking crazy. It's weird that like, I don't know. It, it's like the thing with Boston is and, and like all those places. But like, everyone down there does have a boat. Well, yeah, that's cool. And that, that kind of cool. that kind of goes with my theory that I've been working on, my travel theory, my book. Florida is just Essex. Well, <laughs> everyone has a boat there kind too. Of is, it kind <laughs> of is. I've always had this theory that when you're going to a city. Your best bet if you're looking for a place to stay, like an area to stay, because obviously you're going to be bopping around. But my theory has always been where there's water, there's shit to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just a good rule of thumb. Like, if you stay by water, chances are it's going to be like developed stuff, you know? Because like cities in general are kind of founded on water. Like Mm -hmm. pretty much every city I can think of is on some body of water. Because like... It's either on some body of water or it's on some like major thoroughfare like the fucking like in the Middle East like the Silk Road. It's like all those cities are like major trading because that's where cities come from. You know, like you're fucking coming to America and like wherever the ships drop off all their shit like that area around that port yeah, becomes going to be popping. Yeah, like Baltimore is a Chesapeake Bay. Boston's the fucking whatever thing. The Boston Harbor, whatever bay that is. They all have like weird very New Englandy sound, Nantucket and Patuxen and shit like that type of rivers and stuff. So I was just like, look, like taking that, th- even Chicago is like on the Great Lakes or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So you take that theory and you're like, all right, look, if I'm staying somewhere, I'm going to stay by the water. And it's weird with Boston because it's like, I could envision myself living there other than the fact of like the coldness aspect to it. It's kind of a shame. It's too it's cold. Like, 
It's like, uh, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I also I, feel like you're more susceptible to be in like a bar fight up there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like people fight quick up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same with the road rage thing you were talking about earlier. Like, yeah. that applies to all aspects of life up there, I assume. Yeah, I was on my toes. I was more on my toes in Philly. I feel like people in Boston were nicer, mm-hmm. but maybe that's because they were trying to work on getting me to fight them. Yeah. Whereas Philly was just more like, I'll fucking fight you immediately. I will yeah. fight you for no reason. Boston's like... I have a knife on the bar next to my drink. <laughs> yeah, fight I will me. stab you. <laughs> Philly's like, I will fight give you for no reason. reason. Boston's like, please give me a reason to fight you. I'm not going to fight you for no reason, but I'm praying to God you give me a reason. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, dude. Damn, I'm from the South, bro. Did you go to the Cheers bar? I feel like no. that's the only thing I know of in Boston. Fuck, I didn't go to the Cheers bar. Yeah, that's but- like that and the fucking like... Paul Revere Trail are the only two things that I think I saw in Boston. I'm kind of glad I didn't because every time I've it's ever definitely been... definitely like a touristy thing now. Like I made the mistake of going to like the restaurant restaurant that is in like the diner scene of every Seinfeld episode yeah. in New York. I made the mistake of going there. I feel like that's there. cool to see, but yeah, you definitely don't want to eat there. I It was one of the few times when I like got something... It's called Tom's Restaurant or something like that. Or Tom's, Tom's Diner. Tom's Diner. Not good. Like, straight up not good. And, like, they really didn't play into it that heavy. I think I might have talked about this before, but, like, they didn't play too heavily into the whole Seinfeld thing. They had, like, very subtle things. Mm-hmm. They had, like, one little magazine picture on the wall. And then, like, they had, like, one thing on the menu that was, like, Jerry's Salad. And it was just like, I guess I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Jerry Seinfeld, but like you're <laughs> yeah. really not playing this up too much. Apparently, the restaurant itself was a different, like the inside of it was a different set. They just used the outside corner as like the the B-roll. Mm-hmm. And then when they actually did the indoor scene, it was in a different place. So that kind of helped it a little bit because I was like, if I, I I'm not going to lie. Because you know how I get when stuff gets ruined for me, how I can't <laughs> do plastic anymore after that one guy 20 years ago ate out of my favorite bowl. I de- have not watched an episode of Seinfeld since I went to that. I couldn't. I can't bring myself mm. to do it. I You're would like, get They're lying to me. I just like ever <laughs> since I had that, I got a lobster roll at there too. And uh, it was so fucking bad. And then I just live with like, because we were watching Seinfeld like, that was like our show. You know, every mm-hmm. couple, you got to have your show. Yeah, you know? for sure. That was our show. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. And she always be like, you want to watch Seinfeld? I'm like, no. <laughs> they lied to me. They lied, dude. That <laughs> lobster roll sucked. How can I enjoy <laughs> the comedy, comedic stylings of Jerry Seinfeld? And Jason Alexander. And Jason Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> and the Kramer. What is it? Michael Richards. Michael Richards and fucking Julia Louis Dreyfus. I can't do it anymore. I couldn't do it. Uh, I might go back to it now that I learned that fact. Because Liv, Liv might have made that up, though. She might have made that fact up about them being a different set to inside. Save it for you. To like, make me watch Seinfeld with her again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would make sense that it was just like an exterior shot Mm -hmm. because like that's what they did for like the office. People were like so pissed off that like they didn't shoot that in the building in fucking like Scranton, Pennsylvania. It's like, of course they didn't fucking do it. Yeah. (laughs) They're shooting it in L.A., dumbass. Yeah, of course. But then, but you'd think for that, it's like, how hard is it to find a boring fucking office building in Scranton, Pennsylvania? You Mm -hmm. know, like how many boring office buildings 
I feel like that is Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just like one giant business park. Uh, Delaware, once again, solidified that they are the worst state in the union. Delaware don't, sucks. Don't like Delaware. New Jersey, underrated state. Good stuff. Got some pizza there on the way back. It was mm-hmm. nice, you know. Uh, but yeah, overall, great, great trip. And uh, good to be back. It's just one of those things. Every time I go to a different city, I always have that realization where I'm like, God damn it. There's so many things we could be better at here. Yeah, obviously, it hit me like New York, obviously, is just like the ultimate city. Yeah. Um. But like, I just look at like the people there. I'm like, do you realize how lucky you are? It's <laughs> <laughs> such a cool place to live, it feels like, you know? And then yeah, I just think just about the, the trade off of, you know, never probably being able to afford buying a place. Probably living paycheck to paycheck to live in a place with roommates mm-hmm. and still not have like the best experience. Yeah. I think it's definitely like something that's best a, uh, you know, unless you're like in a situation to do all the, all that shit, mm-hmm. then it's definitely best just to visit. Yeah. I think what I want to do, uh, well, first I got to get rich. Mm-hmm. That's step one to my master plan. Oh yeah. Uh, which by the way, if I was rich. Penthouse in New York, penthouse in Baltimore. Penthouse. Live between the two. Dude, the the guy that Liv works for, like, fucking owns, like, an apartment in Manhattan. He's got an apartment in Miami. He's got an apartment in Costa Rica. got an apartment in fucking L.A. It's like, that's how to do it. Yeah. Like, rather than have one fucking gigantic, big, like, estate in one place, like, having, like, an apartment in, like, every desirable city that you'd ever want to go to, just a place that you can just be like, all right, I'm fucking rich. I think I'll chill in Boston this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just stay at my fully furnished, fully stacked apartment in Boston this weekend. Maybe next weekend I'll go to LA for a weekend. Like, that is the fucking life, dude. That's the life. That is the life. And I've been trying to do that. I've just been trying to, like, book random bar gigs in different cities. Just have, like, an excuse to go up there and just, like, break even for the night. Yeah. That's probably the closest I'll ever get to it. Um, Quick side away, speaking of me and being rich. Uh... My gambling system, I know people were doubting me. (laughs) I'm here to tell you, I've taken this to science. And over the past three weeks, I've been making $5 bets, sometimes up to 30 a day. Mm. I have so far made $175 bets, and I have netted a 3% positive yield. Which means, just as my calculations predicted, my gambling system is profitable. Nice. Now, for those of you who understand the magic of compounding interest, 3% yield doesn't sound like a lot. That's more than a bank gives you. Yeah, it's a lot more than a bank gives you. Also, for anybody who may may not have just gotten a mortgage... When you get that fucking compounding interest rate and it's like, oh... Or like if you look at your credit card and it's like... 1% 1% a month, and you're like, that's nothing. 1% on top of that next month, 1%. If I can get 3% every week, that's a lot of... If I can get compounding 3% every week, mm-hmm. that's big bucks, baby. Yeah. Now, I know that my initial estimate had to be flawed because I, <laughs> I, did, I did my calculation. I was like, okay, at this rate, I'll be... And I pulled up a number, and you know it was wrong when it had like the E there. <laughs> I was like, wait, I will have made eight billion dollars by by next January by next January? 
Yeah, had to be wrong. <laughs> that can't be it. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> but just on the conservative side, let's say it's only $8 million. That is still <laughs> a lot of fucking money that I'm going to be making in this next year. Dude, how many sign-on bonuses did you get? <laughs> <laughs> that was the other weird thing, because gambling is not legal in Massachusetts, so I couldn't even like log into my mm. gambling. I wanted to like check on how stuff was going. Damn, and, dude, like, you're fiending. I know. They wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> Boston was like, no, dude. I was like, you guys just wait dude well that's one reason i can't move to boston now <laughs> i can't gamble dude yeah well Not that's why you need a place city. in boston in baltimore one to gamble one to chill <laughs> just fly back to baltimore place bets fly yeah, back place your five dollar bets and then fly back <laughs> just driving 12 hours a day <laughs> oh man no it was, it was a cool time it was a cool time um i watched uh have you ever seen the movie Artificial intelligence AI or AI artificial intelligence? Yeah, the, uh, the Will Smith movie. No, what is that one you're thinking of? You're thinking of iRobot, maybe? I think so. There's this one movie starring the same kid that was in uh, Sixth Sense, Haley Joel Osment. Osment. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. Okay. And it was, it started. It's basically about like it was made in 2001, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know what year it's based in, but it's about like artificial intelligence and like they created like this mother lost her son and they created a fucking like artificial intelligence kid that like could be programmed to like be her new son or something. I might have seen this. It was good. And then I think I saw this back to back with iRobot when I was on vacation. It was like on HBO or some shit. Oh, no. It was oddly, it was like, it was the sad, right? It was the hardest drop off in a movie in terms of like quality. Like it was like halfway through, you know, like when you watch like the Harry Potter series, have you ever seen all the Harry Potters? Yeah. The first time I read them? No. (laughs) Of course not. That (laughs) goes without saying, dude. You think we'd be doing a podcast we've read? I know, nerd. No, absolutely not. But you know how like when you watch the movies, as most people should have done, Mm -hmm. the first three movies are like, like you don't even know you're watching a movie it's just like great and then like the last three movies like every now and then you'd realize you're watching a movie Mm -hmm. and then joe told me that that's because they kind of like switch directors Mm -hmm. for the last three the first couple of movies was chris columbus who does every single holiday movie yeah and then he got canceled he got canceled yeah for the whole you know I'm making a Christopher Columbus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck, right, 1492. Right. I mean, that's his production company is 1492 Pictures or some shit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, he definitely like goes with the name. Yeah. He doesn't try to hide that shit. And that was cool up until 2006. Yeah. And we're like, wait a second, dude. <laughs> and that's why I don't see that many Christmas movies. Nope. No more Christmas. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> you can't say it anymore. Merry Chris Columbus. Um, I was convinced that this fucking uh ai movie like they just switched directors halfway through because the last Mm. part of it was so fucking weird and it's so funny to watch movies that are like based in the future but made a while ago and just see how wrong they are about most shit yeah like obviously you watch the jetsons and watched uh me and elizabeth watched the old blade runner recently Mm. and that takes place in like you know 2019 or some shit like and it's like super futuristic there's fucking robots walking around you can't tell they're robots and you're like and this happened two years ago yeah <laughs> wow i must have missed this it was funny because like the stuff they the stuff that they couldn't have imagined and then like like was it you that i watched that video clip where it was like 
Bill Gates on David Letterman interview and they were like talking about the internet? Maybe. I'm going to I'm going to you know what? I'm going to pull some, it up. I'm going to do something we rarely do on this show. Play a clip. Even hey, though no, it's also something. Maybe do you want to reveal this to the cast? We haven't yet. Oh yeah, I totally forgot we about it. We actually guys. have a guest on the couch this whole yeah, episode. Why don't we pull this up? I'm gonna This is only for the video watchers. Yeah, if you guys aren't watching the video, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Other than you're missing out. Our new fucking sign, baby. Ooh. Live from the studio. Good. It's fucking sweet. We're gonna It is beautiful. I guess we determined we have to rearrange the entire studio now. To this make is, the sign look even better. Yes, this has been the motivation for making our studio look nice now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can get this shit going, which obviously I can't. What the fuck? Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Now, as a preface to this, this is a video that I think you'll recognize this once you see it because uh, I think we want to watch this in one of our, like, weird zone out after post podcast <laughs> things and uh it's bill gates on the late whatever show david letterman did this is in 1995 and he's explaining the it internet just the tonight show yeah whatever it is this is him explaining the internet let's pull it up uh, i guess it's gonna play over there become a place where people are publishing information right. so everybody can have their own homepage. companies are there the latest information it's wild what's going on you can send electronic mail to people uh it is the big new thing yeah but you know uh, uh it's easy to criticize something you don't fully understand which is my position here go ahead but i, I can remember a couple of months ago there was like a big breakthrough announcement <laughs> that on the internet or on some computer deal they were going to broadcast a, a baseball game you could listen to a baseball game on your computer and i just thought to myself does radio ring a bell <laughs> you know what i mean I'm just... standing over radio ring a bell there's a difference it's not a huge difference what is uh, the difference but you can you can listen to the baseball game whenever you want. Right. Too. Oh, I see. So it's stored in one of your memory deals. Exactly. And then you can come That's back the way I'm saying. Later. You talked yeah, about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Do tape recorders ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just I just don't know. What what can you just knowing me the little you know me now? What how what am I missing here? What do I need? Well, if you want to learn about the latest cigars or. Uh, Auto racing right. uh, statistics. Well, you know, or, uh, I've got that covered. I, I subscribe to two British magazines that devoted entirely to motorsports, and I call the Quaker State Speedline about two times a half hour. <laughs> so now, now, would the computer give me more than I'm getting that way? Oh, you can find other people who have the same unusual interests you do. Uh, and <laughs> Damn, throw some shade. Troubled loner chat room on the internet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, I think one day I'll get one of these deals. But I, you know, I've played with them, and then you, you know, you type it in, and then you get that thing, that little arrow. Is that the arrow you, you bet? With? And then you it's bet. just, you know, it's like, oh, I get it. It's an eye test. What do we? <laughs> uh, so I bring that up because it's so interesting, in my opinion, to see. Like, how out of the realm of, like, 
conception the internet was for people yeah. who had never experienced it. Like it's like and to just like scoff at it because it's like oh. <laughs> You can just do that on a radio. Dude, or, he was getting... You ever heard of a tape recorder, uh, idiot? Yeah. Nerd. Standing O's for fucking, like, like applause breaks yeah. for saying, like, dude, I got a radio and a tape recorder. What do I need the internet for? Yeah, what else do I need, brother? <laughs> it's like they have no idea. People don't... It's my favorite quote ever. I say it at least once a podcast. But Henry Ford said, the inventor of the car, of course, if I would have asked people what they wanted... They would have asked for a faster horse. And it's a perfect illustration of, like, we don't fucking know what we want or what is going to make our life awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, Liv was telling me... We also don't even know what's possible until someone shows it to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then once you have it, you can't unhave it. It's like, now... I mean, think about, like, sports, like... A, a huge leader in a sport will surface every like five to ten years, like a fucking MJ or like a Kobe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the entire game will shift because of the shit they're doing. Yeah. Like pre Michael Jordan, like everyone was fucking, you know, they're plumbers and fucking drywall techs like mm-hmm. during the day and playing basketball at night. Yeah. And yeah. then you see fucking someone coming up, pushing people out of the fucking. Like dunking under, from the yeah, free throw dunking, line, like sticking their tongue literally out, literally dunking, <laughs> and then everyone else is like, "Oh, we can dunk. We can do that." Damn. Okay, yeah, we're gonna start dunking, and then <laughs> like now everyone fucking dunks. Now everyone America can... runs on dunking, baby. America runs on dunking. <laughs> it really fucking does. It's just it's fucking it's fucking wild. Like Liv was telling me, um, she was like, I told her, you know, to amuse me on the drive up. I was like, look up. 100 facts. <laughs> Just look up 100 <laughs> facts. Read them to me. <laughs> read them aloud. <laughs> if you will. Driving up 95. <laughs> and one of them was, this must, I'm assuming this is an outdated fact, but the fact was that London cabbies, like the taxi cab drivers, mm-hmm. uh, are required to basically memorize the city of London so that like they know every possible place and the fastest way to get there and like apparently like the screening process is like this super long test that like sometimes takes up to like two years to finish it's like a serious fucking thing to get that i think they're called in america they're called medallions to -hmm. run a cab um and i was just thinking like a there's probably i doubt that that's still a thing because of uber yeah because uber and I mean, I think it is still, a, like, the medallion is a thing still. But, like, so many people would rather just, like, I'm not going to pay a million dollars. Like, I think in New York it's something crazy. Like, a medallion is basically worth a million dollars. Yeah. If you have it. Well, I had a, there was a guy who was a regular at Seasons uh, who was, like, a partial owner of a very prolific cab company in the Baltimore area that shares a name with me. Mm-hmm. Demetrius Cab. Demetrius Cab. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was like partial owner or like owned several cars in the company. And this is when Uber first came out. You know, you got to remember me and your boy here. We were on the cusp of internet applications, dude. I remember trying to understand Snapchat. I remember taking a picture of myself <laughs> and texting it to someone and asking them, did I just Snapchat you? That's how fucking far we go back baby so i remember when uber came out we also remember uh in our day and age when 
we had Ubers. You had to like, like it was like waters and candy in the car, yeah, and like dude, you could, they had like fucking breath mints and you, gum and shit. You had to like have a year from like you had to like have a car from like two years in the future. It was like yeah. crazy. Like every car, every Uber car was like a black two. It was like 2012, and they had like a 2013 car. It was like. There was no like beater cars driving you around. Like yeah, everything no. was like sick. You would like go into the cash cab every time you got an Uber. It was on. It was incredible, dude. You're like, oh, you got fucking hundred grand bars back here, dude. I'm yeah. just driving to the fucking bar. I got fucking bottled water. I'm fucking playing my own music. So, like Ubers are not like that anymore. So like, but you remember, like I remember when that first came out and like it destroyed the fucking cab industry. And I remember actually taking his side and getting in a debate with uh, Sean. Uh, page about this when we were all working at seasons and he was like dude it's just fucking technological advancement like you know like you either got to keep up or just fucking shut up and he didn't say it that cool but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but of course i'm gonna say it that fucking cool um but like it, i remember thinking it was kind of unfair because like taxi cabs are under such harsh regulation but then it's probably self-imposed regulation because they probably made it that way to make it so exclusive. Yeah, so that they make all the money. Exactly. So then it backfired where it's like now, you know, there were so many obvious flaws with the cab industry where like they monopolized the industry. Um, not one company, but like the industry itself was so centralized that like, you know, all the problems that you would have to deal with taking a cab they don't exist anymore. Like you're not like sitting there trying to hail down a cab and they just bypass you or whatever, or like whatever, like, or like you get in the car, you don't have any idea how much it's going to cost. Or sometimes they'll just, they take you for a ride as they say, and just like take the longest way possible to run up the meter. It's like mm -hmm. so many things about the Uber just made it so much better. Like you pull out your phone, you fucking just call an Uber. Here's your car. Here's where it's at. It's going to be, yeah. here's exactly how much it's going to cost. Done deal. Yeah, you know, you, you can have look a rating. at the map where you are, where you're heading to make sure they're going the right way. Like, it's so much better. And it's, it's so like good. people didn't know that that before Ubers came out, it was like nobody really ever thought of something like that. I'm sure people thought of it, but I guess we didn't have like the things in place to actually make it a reality. Mm -hmm. And then once that happens, it's like you can't unhave it. Like, sorry, but there, like you can't go back to a time when it just cabs again. Yeah. And it sucks because. Now, who I hope got a bag in this whole like a debacle of whom GPS tracking and everything. Domino's, dude. They were the first people to have the pizza tracker. Wow. Wow. They, they invented probably... tracking your food coming to your house. Wow. That's kind of true. That's been like that got transferred over to Uber. That got transferred over to, you know, Grubhub. Every app uses that kind of interface now of hmm. like literally tracking either where your ride is, mm -hmm. where your food is, or mm -hmm. whatever. That's a good point. I never thought about it that they way. They were the originators. It, it's just, it sucks that like, you know, sometimes you want to get, like I think we, when we were in New York, when I was in New York City like two times ago, we got in like an actual cab. Mm -hmm. And that was like, I, I gotta say, it was an experience. It was like this fucking Russian guy. And he was just fucking just flying. Dude, he was going crazy. Was that with you? Yeah, yeah that was sick, though. We, like, we, we just ate, like, brownies, and we're going to, like, Central Park. To oh, my God, yes. And I think we had him drive us to, like, the museum that was in the middle of Central Park mm -hmm. and without realizing we needed, like, tickets to it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he was fucking whipping that car. 
it was like, but you felt like you were like, oh shit, like this yeah, is a like, real is a cab. cab driver. Like this guy <laughs> knows what he's doing. He's fucking turning and burning, he's baby. Got the confidence. And it's like, yeah, okay. So with every new technological advancement, you're gonna lose that a little bit because like you don't need to memorize London anymore. Mm-hmm. If you're new, you have GPS, dude. You don't even need to know. All you got to know is what side of the road to stay on at this point. Yeah. Just don't get in a fucking accident. It's going to tell you, turn right here. Do this, that, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, so we lost the, like, we did lose the kind of, uh, the real cab experience where, like, maybe you're in a car with somebody and the guy's been running the fucking cab for 40 years 40 years and he just knows everything can tell you where to go you don't really have that experience in uber you just kind of get in and the guy's just like you know every now and then they'll talk yeah to you i actually do this part-time this isn't my full-time job yeah yeah this is actually i actually do something way cooler than this <laughs> i'm sure dude you should check you follow me on instagram <laughs> if you want it's every single uber i get into like at one time in Ocean City, the guy like like started going off. Like it was like during COVID, he's like going off on all these conspiracies. And when we get out, he like hands us a business card to like this conspiracy website. He's like, just look into it. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, will do. <laughs> so you lose that, but it's just funny to to like before you get it, you don't even know what you want, mm-hmm. and then you get it, and then you can't unhave it. And it's like I'm watching this movie taking this all the way back full circle to the AI movie. AI, yeah. And it's like... Alan Iverson. They, all the... Yes, yeah. White Iverson, fucking Post Malone, (laughs) baby. You go and like all their like things, like basically everything they thought was going to be the case in the future isn't the case. And everything they didn't even imagine is the case. Like the cars in this movie are like pods that are like fucking circular with like a one wheel in the back and two in the well i guess maybe the slingshots are kind of, <laughs> they might have nailed the slingshot yeah they got that that's shit. not really i mean they look Damn. like that's they the pope mobile yeah <laughs> <laughs> they look like fucking like hover cars and stuff it just wasn't it yeah. wasn't it it's like the jetsons type shit and but yet when they get a call the phone is still connected to the fucking wall. Yeah, the phone is still t9 like. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite thing was like they they go to the uh this machine to like they call it like Doctor No or whatever mm-hmm. who like knows everything and like they're like you know insert cash and the guy pulls out paper money and is like inserting I was like wow all the things about the future but they never conceived of an Wrong. idea where like dude you <laughs> Apple did, Pay yeah you couldn't <laughs> fucking imagine that you just have like a scanner mm-hmm. like we already like it's just funny that like they were like well yeah cars are gonna be like hover cars. But, like, obviously, you know, when somebody calls you, you're going to have to fucking walk to the wall. And, you know, how are we going to have a fucking phone that's not connected to the wall? Yeah. And obviously, when you pay for something, you're going to have to hand them pieces of paper, right? I mean, geez, what are we in the Middle Ages with coins? We have paper now, baby. <laughs> it's 2080. Just, you know, they're like smaller pieces of paper. It's like, wow, dude, you guys really just have no fucking idea what's going on. No. You know? And me... In 2022, I know. <laughs> I fucking know, dude. So it was just, it's funny to watch those movies and just be like, I, I always found that interview. I can't remember who I watched it with, the one we just watched, though. It might have been us. Just telling, just telling to just see people laughing at the idea. That, you don't think people were laughing at the fucking airplane guy, the fucking Orville Wright 
Redenbacher fucking mm-hmm. the right brothers. You can never pop corn. <laughs> You'll never be able to pop corn in the air. <laughs> <laughs> of course not, dude. It's just funny, dude. It's funny. That being said, speaking of AI, uh, have you heard of chat AI? Or chat? Yeah, I think so. But also, like, that's been kind of around for a while. It's been around. Don't you remember those, like, chat, like, the ones where you could, like, talk to God? Like, yeah. There's, like, some old AOL pages and shit. Yeah, that was a thing, but. I mean, I'm sure they're more advanced now, yeah. but. That was, like, it was, like, um, I have this game that I found in my uh, dresser nightstand that was like in my ba- in my bedroom sometimes like it was called 20 questions it's like a little red pod and you like think of something and then it asks you 20 questions and you just answer like yes no sometimes or unknown and then after 20 questions it guesses and it's like you know it's like pretty it's pretty if you don't like be a dick about it like yeah. obviously it's not going to know anything after like 2003 you can't be like <laughs> iphone like oh you're thinking of an iphone if it did that i'd freak out yeah, that'd be, like, be fucking holy magic. shit <laughs> but like if you just think of something like kosher like tyrannosaurus rex fucking uh you know cat cat pig whiskey dog <laughs> just like eyeball yeah. you know you know, if you just if you have fun with it it'll have fun with you mm-hmm. you know where the fuck was like oh yeah i chat feel like robots i feel chat like that AI. was kind of what chat robots were when when we were thinking of like we ha- always had a thing where you could go on what was it called it was like smart genius or smart it was something close guy to that. it was yeah. something like that smart guy or something i know or yeah smart i know bot or something yeah and you'd go on there and it would just be like hey what's up and you'd be like nothing you're a fucking pussy and then <laughs> yeah. you're like i'm say s- boob <laughs> say boob back to me I don't think I can do that. <laughs> anyway, how's homework going? You're like, fuck school. You're a fucking bitch. And it's like, well, this is unpleasant. <laughs> like, this is fucking artificial intelligence, dude. How does he know how to respond to me? This fucking pussy ass robot. Just not trying to ever play jokes. This one, though, is like, I haven't tried it. But from all accounts, all accounts. These accounts. Uh, just like different other podcasts i've listened to <laughs> that i recycle their <laughs> premises and content hell yeah <laughs> i'm the ai of podcasts i'm like let's fucking regen this I conversation mean, you know that is kind of that uh that controversy over like the ai like shit people keep posting like of ai doing their pictures and stuff mm-hmm. that they're in heat because all of the images they like fed into their because you have to, like, train AI. You have to train it with, like, data sets. Yeah. So, like, for those image ones, they'll just go to, like, an art website and just download all the pictures and load it into the AI. Mm-hmm. And then all the art that it spits out is basically based off of other people's work. Yes. Um, yes. So that's where that AI got in trouble. Mm. I don't know if we can get in trouble if you're just... Because you're not a computer. I'm not a computer. You're consuming. I'm a conscious all these being. Podcasts I'm consciously copying copying people. <laughs> I am real artificial intelligence, <laughs> living, breathing AI. <laughs> my my prediction for because it again I don't want to be like David. Lilla. I think people we watch a video like that and then we're like, yeah, but come on. Fucking, you know, is it ever going to, it's going to get to the point where that fucking shit is going to be almost indecipherable 
from a real person. Yeah. I do believe the that. The only like telltale signs if you're going to be able to like pick out AI online probably is like Oh, there's no grammar mistakes. There's no punctuation. They, they used punctuation. That's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should a semicolon. Nobody's that intelligent unless it's <laughs> artificial. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I could see it first. It's going to be okay. Here's my here's my future prediction. Jim Stradamus. Mm. Here's what's going to happen. In the next few years. In a world. In a world. Google's going to jump on this, by the way. They're not going to get beaten out by this. I don't think another company is going to take it over, but I think Google, 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 maybe that's what they'll be called, Google, Google, Google is going <laughs> to fucking jump on this, and they're going to reimagine their search engine as basically an AI chatbot where you just go, hey, blah, 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 and instead of giving you like a page of results, it's just going to give you like an answer that's sourced from like all the information on the internet. It's going to tell you the exact thing you want to hear in the way you want to hear it. You know how like when you Google something now and it's like you click on something, you're Are like you talking about Siri. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, might that have... exists. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's going to be like way better. Yeah. You know, like now it's like you you Google like a recipe yeah, and then you'll be cl- like, "This is what I look what I found." Yeah, and it'll then it'll actually be like. Well, actually, what you're looking for is, I and then think, I talk to you about it. It's going to get to a point where the idea of like sifting through this is my conspiracy thing popping through again, baby. But I think it's going to happen. You're not going to have access to like all the information. Like right now, if you Google something and you like you really make an effort, you like the first page is going to be like all one thing. And then, like, you really have to, like, deep dive for anything that's, like, outside of that thing. Mm-hmm. I think that the the whole, like, idea of just even, like, different results is going to go away. And it's just going to be a thing where it's, like, you ask it and it tells you. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you get to hear about it. And then, and then people are going to look at that as, like, this is way more convenient. Like, I don't have to fucking, like, look into shit and blah, 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 blah. I could just fucking think of anything. And then it just pops up. And like these are this is like the this is like the the beginning stages where it's hokey just like everybody makes fun of fucking um what's it called meta the metaverse dog if you don't think we're going to be sitting in the fucking metaverse 20 years from now I mean come on look yeah. it's I mean the exact well here's same- the thing like I think what people keep like you know and it's a good branding from fucking Facebook cuz they changed their name to meta and they're calling their fucking virtual headsets meta quests now or whatever. Like they they were the first ones to like brand it. But like, dude, Call of Duty lobbies from fucking when we were in high school, when it was sixteen people fucking arguing and yelling at each other. That's basically the metaverse. Yes. A fucking yes. Xbox party chat is the metaverse, basically. Yes, true. But it's going to be like, it's going to be so much more immersive. It's going to be like. But also, I think that's what's like, I think that puts it in a box almost like fucking David Letterman being like, oh, have you haven't heard of a tape recorder? Like, I think people get too caught up on the metaverse being a fucking VR experience. Yeah. I think that is an aspect of the metaverse, but I think that's also going to be potentially something that hinders its growth i think that in tech uh you know there's the two sayings um early bird gets the worm but in tech 
I really do think it's second mouse gets the cheese with that. Like Facebook got the cheese on social media. MySpace mm-hmm. got the worm. Yeah. But the fucking, you know, once once one tech company goes in and like figures, like taps into something that pe- that really like resonates with people and it works, mm-hmm. they obviously are going to have a bunch of like mistakes that are so ingrained in their modeling that like another company is just going to be able to build something way better based off of that initial like paving the way. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to like really become the thing. And I think, I do think social media is a good example of that. Just seeing how like MySpace like was really the first one that really tapped into like this whole new concept of social media on a massive scale. And then Facebook came in and was like, all right, well, we see all the things you're doing, but here's how we can like improve upon it and like dominate the industry. And then they did. And now they're still, I think Facebook is the one that's like early bird worming this uh, metaverse thing, mm-hmm. but it's going to be another thing that comes up that really takes it to the next level. Like Mark Zuckerberg's imagination of the metaverse is not going to be what it is. Yeah. It's going to be something else, but it's going to be something. It's mm-hmm. definitely going to be something. And uh, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't see, I don't see the metaverse being a thing for another, like in the metaverse, the way people imagine it right now, I don't think that's just going to be mainstream for like another 20 years, I bet. Where it's like accessible for everyone, maybe mm-hmm. ten years. Ten years. Because if you maybe. think about it, like, dude, uh, not ten years ago today, but let's say fifteen years ago is probably when the first iPhone came out, mm-hmm. and now everyone has a fucking smartphone. Mm-hmm. You think uh, that the Google, the fucking Samsung Flip, is going to take off? I think, I think maybe for people looking for like that nostalgia type thing Mm -hmm. well here's the thing also like i don't think flip phones like outside of the u.s like japan still fucks with like tiny ass flip phones and shit really yeah i think they're way more into like you know having like a lot of options they like tiny phones and shit they like tiny shit Scott's cousin's phone is literally like the size of this lighter. Yeah. Like they, I know he's not Japanese, but he's Asian and they Mm -hmm. love the fucking, it's like, it feels more high tech to do that. It's like, and that's kind of more in line with kind of what people thought. Cause for a while it looked like everything was going to get smaller. And then when you, when you watched the first, like back when matrix came out, do you remember that phone they had in the matrix where it like slid up? Yeah. And it was like, but it was still just a fucking phone like yeah. a cell phone from back then like mm-hmm. you imagined it when you watched the movie like holy shit like i bet that's a fucking computer i bet they could play fucking games on that shit or something mm-hmm. but you watch the matrix now and you're like oh that's like it's like a fucking cell phone from yeah. the 90s <laughs> can you do a couple of ad drops i'm gonna uh take a piss real quick yeah for sure i got a p2 though so i'll, I'll, I'll be back i'll be back uh back to back piss boys um Guys, this week's episode of Live from the Studio is brought to you by the new neon sign. Check it out in all of its glory. It's a wonder. Um, we like we set it up earlier, and all of us couldn't stop looking at it. Uh, we actually this is the second lowest brightness setting. I think it bumps way fucking too high for. <laughs> the amount of light that we have in this room uh to make it look good but 
that was also a thing when we got the 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 new sign is we're like, damn, we gotta we gotta maybe do a little refresh on the studio. We gotta make it look as nice as the sign does. So keep an eye out in the next following video episodes. There might be a little bit of a change going on in in the works. So far, probably a new paint job, probably some rearranging. Maybe not too much furniture rearranging, but definitely some decor rearrangement. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that Godzilla poster has got to go to fit the sign. The sign right now, we're thinking above the couch. And I think, I think it might be a goodbye Godzilla coming soon. Jimmy Selesky, everybody. Would you bring him? Brought to you by Godzilla. Brought to him by the new sign. Brought to you by Hong Kong. Uh, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Live from the Studio podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Boston. I know that's really not how they say it, but I was... Uh, like I said, I only know how to say a couple things in Boston, and uh, that's not one of them. That is not one of them. But uh, lobster rolls, brought to you by lobster rolls. Sam Adams, uh, fucking live animals, dude. I'm becoming, like I said, I'm becoming a pussy with live animals. Uh, the lobsters are one thing. Obviously, you know... Like I said, I had to pull up a bunch of articles to convince myself that lobsters weren't intelligent enough to give a shit about the fact that they are doomed uh, watching as they get picked out and turned into a lobster roll right before my eyes. Uh, but only in Chinatown will you see live poultry being sold. That's a whole other thing. Uh, also, uh, brought to you by Chinatown. Why, where is Baltimore's Chinatown? What happened to every other city I go to? New York has a Chinatown. I think Philly has a Chinatown. I'm pretty sure those two cities kind of got mushed together in my mind. Uh, but Boston has one. Pretty sure Philly has one. New York obviously has one. Where the fuck is Baltimore's Chinatown? Can we do that? Can we get one going? What is, what is, is it Towson? Where is it at? Um, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Talking about Chinatown. We don't have a Chinatown. Every other fucking city has a Chinatown. Um, so I don't know if we have that big of a Chinese population in Baltimore, the Chinatown in DC. Um, there's kind of a Korea town in Ellicott city. If you think about it. Well, yeah. Unofficial. Unofficial. That is where all of the H marts are though. Well, I think, um, station North around Penn station used to be Koreatown. In Baltimore mm. until it was rebranded as Station North. That would make sense. There's a couple of Korean barbecue yeah. restaurants down Young there. Young Cock and Yikes. The Crown, notable Korean bar and show venue. Mm -hmm. But like I was miss, I, I noticed that I was saying while you were out uh, for my ad break, I brought this podcast to you by Chinatown mm. and, and just talking about how every other city seems to have one and we don't. And it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a goddamn shame. Honestly. Uh, oversight major massive oversight uh like greek town well yeah we got greek town what is that you're doing not complaining for? about that <laughs> i'm not complaining <laughs> about that dude i am not um 
Speaking of massive oversights, I had one final thing I wanted to touch upon. Uh, just a qualm, you know, just a, another bad review in my life. And yeah. this bad review, speaking of oversights and speaking of Greeks, the Greek church. The Greek church <laughs> generally gets good reviews from me. This past week, not so much. Not so much. It was my grandfather's 40-day memorial. Mm. And that is a thing in the Greek Orthodox religion. I'm assuming a lot of religions. I don't honestly know. And it takes place like basically like ballpark around 40 days after they die. And so we all went to church that Sunday sat like front row VIP table bottle service access to Sunday mass. Pretty fucking dope. They gave you a boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's every Sunday. dude. Um, <laughs> I think it was two boys. One for business, one for pleasure. Um, and so we're sitting up there and they do the whole thing. You do the whole blah, blah, blah. And then after the service, you're supposed to go out to the uh, grave and the priest is supposed to do a blessing. So, you know, like with the thing, it's like we, there's a, a, a thing that you eat called koliva and it's, it's very interesting. It's like wheat with like cinnamon and pomegranate seed. It's very Greek shit. It's good, sweet. And you buy it for like the whole church and then they eat it like after the service. Is like, like a fruitcake? It's, it's like, it's literally served in like a bag and it's just like loose wheat. It's like granola? It's like granola pretty much. Oh. It's pretty good. It's not like I wouldn't eat it in any other circumstance, but like, you know, it as it's far as than like, like a wafer. Yeah. As far as ceremonial uh, cuisine goes, it's not bad. And uh, so we all go out to the grave site and we're waiting for this priest. And this is like a fill in priest. Uh, our normal priest was not present that day. He had like some type of emergency or whatever. And this new priest we're like standing out by the grave and like the whole service. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's pretty fucking cool. I like him. Really pleasant guy. Nice. Kind of had like a good, like, like just like presence, jokey, jovial kind of guy during the service. I'm like, I like this guy. I'm glad that he's going to bless this grave. And so the whole like immediate family or like not immediate, immediate, but like just like all the people that were like directly in our circle of people for the memorial after the, main thing is done and like mind you like they have a little coffee hour afterwards that like my grandmother sponsored that one so like all the food was paid for by us and shit like that and then like we go directly after the rest of the church goes down to the coffee hour room or whatever and then we all walked out to the grave and are waiting for this dude to come out to the grave and do the thing the cemetery is like right across the campus of the church it's like a little you know couple minute walk mm -hmm. and waiting out there it's like 10 minutes 15 minutes it's kind of fucking cold and we're all sitting out there and i'm like all right like yeah yeah are you sure he's coming and she's like yeah he's coming all right well whatever we're just chilling there whatever and then uh he's still not there and i'm like you know i'm gonna go find him mm -hmm. so now i'm going walking back to the church i'm looking taking for the initiative i'm taking initiative i'm trying i'm finding this fucking priest dude and so i go in there and he's fucking standing in the coffee room Drinking a cup of coffee, talking to some woman. And I'm like... I mean, Greek priests can fuck. They can. 
Oh, he's they working can. An angle. Yeah, he's working the angle, dude. I mean, look, <laughs> when you really think about it, at a church, the priest is like the lead singer of the band. He's like the head fucking honcho. Yeah. And you kind of have this like he's got some groupies. You kind well, totally. I totally believe that, dude. And like you kind of have this like untouchable thing where it's like you are a priest. Like no other job really has that as much as a priest. Like, like you kind of do have this thing where you're like, dude. You can't talk shit to me, bro. I mean, and then if you're like, I am God. if you're in it, you're like, this guy talks to God. Exactly. Like, you're surrounded by people who all are on board with that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're at church, so it's not like you're at the supermarket. But even at a supermarket, you walk in with the fucking black shirt with the white square. People are like, oh, shit. This guy's probably right about whatever's happening right now. You know? He's probably not wrong he's probably not tripping this priest yeah, couldn't he's possibly doing his fucking naughty nice list right now yeah this priest could not be possibly <laughs> tripping could he so i walk in and for a brief moment i'm thinking this priest might be tripping so i walk up and i do my classic thing that i do where it's like i'm not gonna interrupt your conversation but i'm standing right fucking here yeah yeah and i want you to know that I know that you know we're about to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, setting this, you're setting it up. I'm setting it up. So you finish your sentence. So what are you doing later? Whatever you're doing, you know? And so he's in his coffee, looks over to me, kind of like a little bit like with the attitude, I'm not going to lie, a little bit of like mm. a, yeah, what's up? What do you want? I'm like, I'm being polite as possible fucking i'm in church i'm in a fucking suit the day of my grandfather's 40-day blessing i'm being polite i'm like hey man uh just wanted to kind of uh check i wasn't sure what the protocol is if you were coming out to the gravesite to do the blessing he's like yeah 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 i'm going out um just kind of drinking this coffee right now uh oh yeah and she sponsored the the coffee hour too right and i'm like yeah so he's like yeah i'm just kind of playing follow the leader just kind of like like all right well yeah we're all we're all outside, so... Yeah, the leader's outside. Yeah, the leader's outside. That coffee <laughs> that you're drinking, she's yeah. outside, you know? And so he's just like, yeah, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna enjoy this cup of coffee and I'll be out. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what What do I? What else can I say that other than like, okay? Like, I don't know what else yeah. to say at that point. So I'm like, I walk back and I'm kind of like, I'm a little bit in shock. I don't really know how to receive it. I'm like, all right, you know what? Give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe. How long were you waiting at this point? We had been outside for 15 minutes in the cold. There's like 30 of us by this gravesite waiting for him to come down. And, you know, obviously a lot of elderly people and stuff like that standing in the fucking mud and cold yeah. and shit. It's like, dude, come on. It's a fucking two-minute thing. You yeah, come down. That, that coffee's going to be nice if yeah. you're coming in from the cold. Yeah, chant some stuff in fucking Greek and fucking get back to talking to the fucking secretary or whatever. And so I come back down and they're like, so did you find him? I'm like, yeah, I found him. They're like, what do you say? I'm like, he's finishing his fucking coffee. And they're like, what? What? <laughs> like, what do you say? I'm like, he said he's fucking, he's just fucking, I guess he said he's going to come down after the coffee. And I'm like, what? And then my, yeah, yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa. And, I'm like, and then they were like, all right, we'll give him five more minutes. If he doesn't come down, we'll do our own fucking blessing or whatever. So of course, five minutes goes by and we do the fucking blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, we just kind of say some words in English, which doesn't quite capture the moment, you know? It's got to be in a language you don't understand. Mm-hmm. When you say prayers in English, it's just stupid, I feel it's like, corny. you know? It's corny. It's fucking corny. God's up there like, really, dude? You can't chant a dead language? <laughs> really? 
Think I'm fucking speaking American English up here in heaven? No, I'm not. I speak a fucking ancient Greek or Latin or something. Give me something I can work with. I'm God, <laughs> for Christ's sake. For literal Christ's sake. So he's up there still doing the coffee. We do our blessing, and we're walking back. And at this point, I'm like really like, oh, I'm mad now. Mm. And I'm fe- I'm getting fumier as I'm walking back. Yeah. And I get up to the coffee hour. I'm about to walk back in. And like sitting I feel there. Like at that point, you can't go back in. Bingo. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going in. I'm fucking leaving. So I turn around and I'm walking back. And my family's behind me. They're like, where are you going? I'm like, guys, I gotta go home. I can't go in there. I'm 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 really that really pissed me off. Like I'm really fucking angry right now. And then like somebody said something and like, well, you know, Bo. I was like, no. And I like I lost it. I don't mm. usually like lose it like that. Like I was like, I was like all on the spirit, all the emotion, you know, because it's, it's a weird thing when it's like the process of that is, is strange. Like I, I up until that point, I had like wept a little bit, you mm. know, wept your grandfather's dead. You're fucking sitting there fucking <sighs> nothing crazy. You know, there's different levels of crying. Mm-hmm. There's like the fucking just like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And so it's been that for like 40 days. Mm-hmm. And then this shit happens. And all at once, I just fucking just broke down. And I was just fucking, I was like, he's supposed to be there blah, 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 in front of my whole family. Mm-hmm. Like I was just so pissed. And they were like, well, you got to go in. Like, yeah, yeah, I want you to go in. She's going to, you know, she, she's. Do it for her. Well, I was like, all right, well, give me a fucking second. So, like, go off to the other side of the parking lot. I'm just like sitting there. And, like, that's like, that's like the real crying when you have that, like, when your face pauses and you're just like, yeah. And just, uh, and you're like, oh, and I was so fucking mad and, and sad at the same time. And I was like, whoa, I am pissed <laughs> off right now, dude. <laughs> I am so mad. I am crying. That is a yeah. rarity. And so finally, you can't go in after that. <laughs> Coming, my eyeliner's running down my face. What the fuck is wrong with you? Priest is like, what are you fucking bitch. I'm like, damn, dude. So I walk in finally. This motherfucker is still at the fucking coffee thing. Now he's talking to somebody else. Oh my God. I'm like, bro, like, oh my God. So I'm like, so my whole family's like, well, maybe he didn't know we were outside. Like, blah, blah, blah. He even said, like, when we talked, he was like, what, is so you guys, like, getting ready to leave? And I was like, well, I mean, no, I guess not. But, like, you know, like, basically. And so I'm thinking, like, and so they're all like, dude, Jimmy, calm down. Like, maybe he just thought that we were all going to go after coffee hour. And that's why he didn't realize we were out in the cold. And I was like, maybe. Maybe that's the case. We'll see. And, you know, prove that that was the case is if at the end of coffee hour, he walks up to the table and goes, so you guys ready? That would mean, oh, it was a misunderstanding. I could then be like, well, I just publicly freaked out for no fucking reason. (laughs) I just lost it in front of my distant cousins who only see me once every 10 years. (laughs) Like, is Jimmy a maniac? (laughs) Yeah, but that was probably like also one of the like first times that you've like processed some of those emotions too. And they kind of just came out Mm -hmm. in that. Totally, totally. Because I only, I'm gathering as I get older that I only process emotions in terms of anger a lot. So like, 
Like it's not until like I have like a principled thing to be mad at that my fully like can let go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like whenever it's just like an emotional thing, I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to cry that much right now. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the difference between like stubbing your toe and like, like as a man, you don't, you're not supposed to cry when you like hurt your finger. You know, yeah. it's like there's certain things you set limits on. You're like, but it's also like, it's a different like pain. I feel like as an adult, I don't know if like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely more of like a, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Instead of like a fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Majorly different fucks there. Yeah. And so we're there. And now we're the last people in this whole fucking gymnasium. And he's not fucking there now. And so we're just like, all right. At this point, like everybody was like, all right, we already said our thing. Like, we're not that mad. I'm that mad. But nobody yeah. else is really that mad. And so now you've got some coffee in you. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not only mad, but I'm jacked Round up. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking jacked up. So uh we leave and everyone else leaves, and I'm like, for every reason I just had this feeling. I was like, I'm gonna go back to the grave. And so I went back alone and then just totally fucking like like lost it again. And then I like realized I was like, you know, the Greeks have a lot of, um, and I guess it's a thing with religion in general, where it's like, uh, they kind of have like religious spiritual explanations for like stuff that I don't necessarily take literally. Like they have like the nine day blessing and like my Yaya was explaining, she was like, well, they say, you know, for the first nine days after someone dies, their soul is like sad or whatever and is still lingering and blah, blah, blah. And then this happens and blah, blah, blah. And so it was like, I was like, oh, whatever, I don't fucking, whatever. And so like, but then we did the nine day blessing. And it was just kind of like, it was, it, the timing seemed right. Like you're still in shock. You're still not used to it, but it's like, it's, it's not, it's not totally fresh anymore. It's like, all right, I've had over a week since the funeral at this point. Like I, I still haven't totally processed it, but it's not like fresh. I'm not like still really emotional about it Yeah. to that point. And so it felt nice. It was like a good timing for that, you know? And even with the funeral process, it's like they have the viewing and then it's like this, it's like after they die, it's like this whole fucking thing for like the next four days, your entire life is like consumed by this thing. If it's somebody in your close family, you know, we had the fucking viewing on Halloween night. I was like, this, I fucking love Halloween. This sucks. And like, but not in that way, but just like, I was like, this is just crazy. My whole fucking life has become this thing where to the point where it's almost seems purposeful because like it doesn't even give you a chance to actually step back and process it because you're just so immersed in the process, Mm -hmm. you know? So then that happens and the nine day blessing happens. You're like, all right, whatever. And then for the next uh, like month or whatever, it's just like, you know, whatever. And then you do the 40 day blessing. And I remember going out and like having that like thing alone at the grave and where I like really kind of like let go and like it, I kind of, got it at that point it was like oh they're not talking about this is at least the way i i've perceived it now when they talk about like the soul like still lingering and not really quite going to heaven yet or whatever or whatever they fucking say i realized like when i like did that and i was like done i felt like this breeze blow and i was like i felt this like cloud lift where I felt like for the first time, it, like all of a sudden it was like weird. It was like, it was like sunny and like warm all of a sudden. And like, I realized I was like, 
maybe that's maybe the the literal thing is we're talking about the soul not being gone yet or whatever. But it's like I realized it was like oh maybe the timing of this is like that's when the people that are still here mm-hmm. finally let go. Yeah. And it like takes that long for you to truly like do that. And it's weird how that timing lines up. And it's like, then you think about it, it's like, wow, this sh- like people have been dying for millions of years. And like these traditions, these like ceremonious things that you might look at as like formalities that are not based in anything. It's like, you start to kind of realize that like there is sense to it. And like that kind of stuff, like that 40 day thing, like why 40 days? Why is Lent 40 days? Why is this like, why is it that these things happen where that like Lent is the idea of like for 40 days, you like cleanse yourself. And like, that's like the amount of time for any given reason. And then like, like, uh, like, uh, somebody said about like with sober October, it's like, what's funny is like everyone always comes up with these ideas that are like they think are devoid of religion and it's like they wind up coming up with things that are just like going back to religion like it's like oh you came up with an idea where you're gonna like not drink or smoke or do any drugs for about 31 32 days and you call it sober october and it's like does that remind you of anything does it maybe this concept has existed where for like a, that amount of time you cleanse yourself of something and it kind of like brings you, to, it's like weird how you came back to that exact same conclusion, but you don't look at it in any way paralleling what's already existed. So it's like, I realized in that moment, I was like, wow, like in that aspect, like it was a very successful 40 day memorial because for better or for worse, it provided me with an opportunity to like, you know, cause obviously it's all about me, uh, <laughs> provided me with an opportunity to like whatever situation needed to occur for me to be able to have that, mm-hmm. that happened, you know? So that was like interesting. So maybe not a, comp- maybe wouldn't that be a total plot twist if the priest did there on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if like I call up the church and he's like, you're welcome, bitch. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> or if he like came up behind you as you're like letting it all loose. <laughs> that last time and he's like i'm glad you're finally able to see it (laughs) now you're ready (laughs) training montage that would be fucking sick he becomes a priest (laughs) (laughs) so the next day i wake up and i'm like i'm emailing the church and saying thank you (laughs) thank you greek orthodox church that also is named after me saint (laughs) Jimmy, not to be confused with Demetrius Cabs. <laughs> um, uh, and I was like in the middle of typing the email. I'm thinking like, what's my tact here? What's my tact? Am I like, I've always taken the tact where it's like, if you open up with a joke, even if it's like a dickhead joke, you have their attention. And then depending on where you go with the next paragraph, you could either be like caring about it or you could be like cool, chill dude that was just making his point about it. <laughs> so my opening it line. It never comes across like cool, chill dude. <laughs> yeah, but anytime you're sending thing. an email, yeah. yeah, it's like at least you can respect that I'm trying to pretend that I'm chill about this. So like my opening line, I was literally like, I was like, just want to know if 
you know, father, whatever has done his coffee yet. And then go, <laughs> <laughs> and then go into like the thing of it. Yeah, you're not cool, chill dude after that. <laughs> yeah, but you got to admit, it's kind of like. The first person reading that is going to be like, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then they forward it to him and then he's going to fucking know. And he's going to be like, damn, that was, you kind of got me a little bit. Mm. Yeah, And it's like, you know what? Look, you reach a point where it's like, I, when somebody does something, in my opinion, that I perceive as disrespectful, I don't care what you think of me at that mm. point. It's like, I will go through every imaginable step in the process of being civil and cordial, and because I do truly believe that that is the most effective way of getting something out of the situation that's desirable. Um, people, if you come at it from an approach where if you make it so that people actually do want to work with you, then you're much more, when you put it in a situation where now they're pissed off at you, they think you're a dick and now they're kind of like working against you and just trying to like get you off their back. You don't quite get everything you want out of the situation versus like, you know, the best example is at a restaurant. Like you're going to get taken care of more on a, on a, in general, if you're just kind of more chill and relaxed about it as if you like, fuck, give me see the manager. And like, then it's like, yeah, you might get like this, that, the other thing. But like oftentimes just in general in life, if you're cool about it, you'll get more out of it. But when it reaches a point, then it becomes, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. You, oh, now I'm not chill. You don't think, I, well, guess what? Maybe I'm fucking not then dog. Maybe I'm fucking not chill. Maybe you didn't bless my grandfather on his 40 day memorial, which means a lot to uh my fucking grandmother and our family so maybe it's not my fucking job to come in here and be chill fucking dude like my fucking mozzarella sticks came out undercooked mm -hmm. you know like maybe this is more important than that and so like at that point it was like i was doing it and then my mom texted me just like yeah y'all just called the church he was super apologetic and said it was like a misunderstanding and blah blah blah, blah. and i was like oh i'm super glad you texted me because i was literally about to send this fucking email <laughs> and but then so now i'm thinking like okay it's all then i talked to my yaya at, like she's like been living at my parents house mm -hmm. on the weeknights and so i go over there for dinner every like once or twice a week and so i'm talking to her she makes like dinner and i'm like all right so what happened and she was like oh yeah like he didn't know this didn't know that and i was like well that that's not true like mm -hmm. i told him all that like and it, again if if he thought that the situation was that we were going out after the coffee hour then why didn't he come and get us after coffee hour when we were the only people in the fucking room yeah, at that why point did it disappear so it's like his thing doesn't even make sense. Like the apology doesn't make sense. I legitimately feel like I legitimately still kind of feel like he was kind of giving us a fuck you. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me not to feel that. And I don't want to feel that, but, uh, the story's not lining up, bro. The things you told my grandmother about the misunderstandings, those aren't, that's not the conversation we had, you know? And so either you weren't listening uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's like there's two possibilities. Either uh, you knew we were outside waiting and you legitimately were just going to take your fucking time finishing your coffee and talking to the other single woman in the church and then go out and do the thing 20 minutes later while we wait in the cold for you, in which case, fuck off a little bit. Yeah. Or you thought that we were going to do it after and, and then, then still dipped. And then still dipped, in which case, still fuck off a little bit. Yeah. So it's like, in what yeah, you're world... you're like lying either way. In what world also, is this excusable? In what world is a priest supposed to lie? Yeah, 
In what fucking world? So Greek Orthodox priests. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's a segment on ESPN. Come on, man. man. But it's all good now. Yeah, dude. I have my own thing. You got through it your own way. So that's groovy. Anything else you want to touch upon? Fuck no. Other than uh, buying the house finally tomorrow. Mm. Big life update. Can't move in until pretty much the new year. But Oh, I love this aspect of it that you yeah. went from buyer to now you are his landlord. Yeah, for like two weeks. Yeah, the the seller needed to close so he could buy a new place. So he's actually renting it back from me <laughs> and Elizabeth. <laughs> that is the coolest thing I ever heard. I did never thought that that could be a thing. And yeah, that is a thing. Crazy. <laughs> you are now his landlord yeah. for the next two weeks. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Really moving up in the world. I'm becoming my neighbor again. <laughs> yeah, true. You're gonna have to come through. Absolutely, dude. Um, but other than that, I've just been fucking, I fucking had to duck down and fucking grind, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all you can do, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Live from the Studio. Um, plugs, anything coming up for you? Um, I don't even know, dude. I got, <laughs> once, once I'm done with the house shit, I'll figure that out. Mm. Fair point. Fair yeah. point. You got a lot more than fucking open mic nights going on right now. Exactly. Uh, fortunately for you guys, I don't have a lot more going on than fucking bar gigs. So this weekend, uh, Jimmy's famous seafood. Another, uh, all my stories have centered around things that share my name this week, including my gigs. So Jimmy's famous seafood. Demetrius is famous. Demetrius is famous seafood. <laughs> I can say their name because I'm not talking shit for the first time this whole episode. Um, six to nine, that's Friday, December 16th or tonight, I guess, if you're listening on the day that this came out, hopefully. Uh, Friday, December 16th, six to nine at Jimmy Seafood. I'll be there solo dolo in the upstairs bar. Um, Saturday, the 17th, I will be at Vine Alley in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Apparently, it's ugly sweater night. Um, I think my contribution to that is just breaking out a sweater because I don't know if I have any ugly sweaters, but I do have a lot of sweaters that don't fit me anymore, and that's kind of ugly. So maybe I'll break out one of those. That's six thirty to eight or seven to nine. Sorry, seven to nine at Vine Alley in the Kentlands in Gaithersburg, and uh, that's it for me this weekend. Other than that, at Jimmy Seleski at Sophomore MD. Check us out on the gram, the band at Eric Glazer. And, of course, at LFTS Podcast across the board, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Metaverse, all the things you can think of. Uh, Till next week, folks. Peace. Peace.